Good morning, good afternoon, good night, my dears. Welcome to one more worldwide podcast. So I was asking Guy, which number are we? <laughs> we are. So we are in the 12th episode now so far. And for celebrating the weekend that uh, the Olympic Games is starting, we're talking about Greece with this amazing guest, Matrona. So before passing the mic to her, I just want to ask how is Guy from Amsterdam, Netherlands? Hey guys, how's it going? Finally, good weather has come to Amsterdam. It's been 30 degrees. Like here is almost impossible. No rain, just sun. And I've been doing some outdoor activities like beach volleyball. Like it's one of my favorite things to socialize, to drink and just to hang out. Beach volleyball is one of the best things ever. And the Brazilians, instead of volleyball, they, they do foot volley. So everything by yeah. foot. <laughs> But uh, it's, it's been amazing. Like um just playing beach volleyball with the sun out so just enjoying that until the rain comes again and i yeah <laughs> and i have to stay home again so how is it so, where are you playing the because you don't have beach there in mr Nana. no is it so, an arena so a sand arena that they built or so we are actually going to a university campus that we oh. can just come in for free and they have a beach volleyball that no one uses they have two courses actually so two camps okay. and we just We just stayed there like for two days, like basically the whole day. Uh, and no one came like to get the field as well. So we were just there basically alone. <laughs> it was the best thing It's ever. One of my favorite sports, beach volleyball. It's very nice. Oh, yeah. It's just, we do cardio. We socialize. Like it's one of the best sports to hang out. It's not like too tiring. And it's just fun enough just to play with people. In Stettin also, we had some uh, volleyball. Yes, yes, amazing. So introducing our guest of the day, Matrona, she is Greek. And she was one of the best person I ever met in, during my Erasmus. Um, I, I don't know, Matrona, if you remember on, on history that we went to the lake. You, um, also Enrique and I, we went to the lake and we didn't have any ball. So we were wondering like, There, there is a company not using that ball. And if I just asked for playing, <laughs> and Matron just went there to the couple, and they were, they were really white guys from, you know, really Polish, really Polish stuff. I was afraid to ask the ball for them. And Matron just came there, hey, are you using the ball? Can I use? And they were like, sure. <laughs> and then we were playing volleyball and kind of stuff. There yes, the I'm the kind of person I just start playing without. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you doing, Matrona? Introduce yourself to our listeners. I'm fine. I'm Matrona. I'm from Greece, uh, from Athens, uh, actually. And uh, now I'm in Italy, <laughs> as I told you before. She's um, in Italy in the same place that I studied, guys. Bologna. Where the city is in, in Italy. And uh, what else to tell about myself? Uh, I feel myself more Brazilian than Greek. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I, do, I, I do remember. always uh, used to tell that I'm Brazilian, not Greek. But uh, Because you yes. look like Brazilian, right? I know. Do you remember that uh, we took a photo, Enrique, you and me? And, uh, <laughs> people <laughs> were saying that. <laughs> people were saying that you're more Brazilian than Enrique, right? Yes. <laughs> I mean, Enrique, he, he, he's pretty white guy. He looks like a, yeah. an English boy. <laughs> And he's blonde. German. German kinda, yeah, he's German. Yeah. But he's actually from Minas Gerais, uh, southeast of Brazil. <laughs> so, Matrona, so 
how are you? Are you excited for the Olympic Games? You know, the Olympic Games is like a Greek tradition and kind of stuff. Are you the excited Olympic for this? Or and... you just don't care anymore about the Olympics? <laughs> no, I care. Sometimes I, I watch them. Uh, not every every sport, of course. But uh, yes, yeah, a tradition that uh, came from Greece. It's uh, nice that uh, it's happening with all over the world. So... Yes, I don't, I don't care so much, but okay, it's nice, it's a nice tradition. And more this edition, because it's going to be, you know, the pandemic games, because, you know. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. In Tokyo, <laughs> in Tokyo, in Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, it's starting this Friday. This Friday, okay. Yeah. So, Matron, I didn't know, to be honest. I have, like, a huge question, because I'm just looking at the map of Greece, And yes. I have to say that Greece is probably the weirdest country, like composed-wise, in the world. Yes. It's like a so, fan. <laughs> it has its own like a style, basically. And and everybody, when they think of Greece, they think of where you're from, Athens, or they think of Mykonos. But Greece has so much other stuff. Can you talk about like some places that are like so like not no talked about that people like should know about? Uh, and like okay I, i can speak for my favorite place that is uh, an island a small island near to uh, sandorini you know sandorini okay yeah and this uh is called anafi is a place that uh, one friend of erasmus janis was from there so we went uh, two years before and i don't know it's my favorite island to be honest i don't I can't tell you what is so special about this island, but uh, you feel very calm when you go, very relaxing. Uh, you do free camping, there's uh, no many people, and it's an amazing island. So this is my favorite, because it has also very nice beaches. Okay. And, I... and the vibe of the island. Mm -hmm. I can say you about other uh, islands like that, that uh, the people go only for uh, free camping and stuff like that. The other thing is, uh, the other island is in Gavdos, uh, it's near to Creta. Yeah. It's uh, not so, so, uh, I mean, the tourist doesn't know that island, only the people from Greece, because it's very, very small. And uh, you go there by a small boat and uh, they leave you there and they, they ask you when you go to come back and you say in a week and in one week they come <laughs> to take you. <laughs> so it's something like that. So you just go there with a tent and you stay there until yes, uh, yes. how long? You, oh God! Something like that. That's amazing. So <laughs> one question uh, regarding the first island you talked about. You said it was very close to Santorini. Yes. Because of that, is it expensive or is it like the same price as the other islands? Uh, Santorini is very very expensive. Yeah, but that island by being close to Santorini, is it as expensive as well? Or ah, is it like... no, no, not at all. It's very very cheap. Ah, nice. Very, you you don't pay accommodation because you, you can of course if you want you can uh, rent the house uh, it's not so expensive as in uh, Sandorini but uh, the most people go for uh, you know free camping so it's very nice I, I like this uh, kind of vacation vibe yeah amazing yeah yes. amazing I, I cannot imagine the, uh, just telling the the guys the, the, the sailors hey just come by a week and catch us here yeah, yeah. Because, yeah we are we are in spending a week here <laughs> oh, amazing. we have all the supplies for a week sure 
But is Greece, it really bad? Yes. So many islands. Like, so basically, is there like a transport, like a ferry to go across all of the islands, or do you have to call someone to get you to some of these islands? Uh, uh, no, uh, for uh, Aegean Sea, uh, there are uh, many ferries to, that goes, uh, you know, to, not to exactly, but uh, there are many, more than 10, that goes to three, four islands each. Okay. Uh, to go to the other side, that is close to Italy, to Ionian Sea, uh, you have to drive first to another city, Atra or Igumenica is to, to other cities, uh, and you can go by ferry again. Oh, okay. Uh, like Kefalonia, for example, right? So we have yes, to... you have to drive uh, to, pa to Patra, yes, and mm -hmm. then you take a ferry. And it's three hours, I remember, two, three hours. Kefalonia. So it's and so ferry, it's a really normal transportation there in Greece, right? So people, yes, are... for the island, yes, uh, it has to be. Greece is mainly only water. Yeah, <laughs> if you think about it, it's just water, like, ferry has to be the main one. And to uh, be honest, I like it because it's like um, you feel the summer. You go all this way. Yeah, yeah for sure. The uh, the the summer breeze from the from the actual yes. sea should be amazing. Just to just to travel by boat <laughs> every day. It is coming from someone who lives in a in a city that is basically by the sea, uh, by the ocean. So I also have that like kind of that mindset and that lifestyle of going to the beach every day, uh, surfing. I love surfing. I don't know if in Greece you can actually surf because it's the sea. Do you it's guys have waves? Small. waves are small. Yeah. You can in uh, more in the Ionian part, not yeah. the Aegean Sea. Aegean Sea has very calm waters. Mm -hmm. Can imagine. Yeah, it's so good I for have... stand up. So there is yeah, the it... biggest stand up racing competition is in Greece. Uh, a Brazilian is a champion when we interviewed him in our podcast, <laughs> in our mm -hmm. Brazilian Portuguese podcast. It was the last one. So the biggest competition of stand-up racing is in Greece because of the calm waters. <laughs> Amazing. Okay, I see. I see. <laughs> also, parkour competition is in Greece. Parkour, really? <laughs> yes, uh, art of motion, I think it's called. Uh, and yeah. they come. I don't see. I don't know if it's European or uh, over all over the world, but uh, it also happens in Sadorini. But this year didn't happen to Sadorini because uh, uh, the volcano starts to the know. The uh, be more active <laughs> so it doesn't happen to Sandorini. do you know how to parkour be? <laughs> uh, not really <laughs> oh I my have God. My <laughs> so, actually uh, one of the biggest things that I know about Greece and that I love about Greece is that we bring this subject quite a lot to the podcast because I for some reason uh, the podcasts that we've been doing are the ones that Assassin's Creed is uh, played on <laughs> yeah and actually, the last one uh, is Assassin's Creed Odyssey, mm. that is from actual Greece. So I have a very big, strange passion with Kefalonia. That's why I told you, uh, because the main protagonist is actually from Kefalonia, and she travels all across of Greece to, uh, to do her quest and everything. So for some reason, they decided to do the whole map of Greece inside that game. So I have such a knowledge of like the composition of Greece because I <laughs> played that game and just traveled by both. You didn't play this one. Perfect. Um, I didn't know that to be honest. Oh my god, it, it, because of that I, I just I know even a lot of the names of the islands and everything. Uh, even like the biggest one that nobody uh, talks about, it's uh, Arcadia. I know it has like a place called Arcadia. I don't know if okay, that's Okay, yes. 
and uh and it's so beautiful even by the game because they took some pieces from the actual like world and just composed inside the game and first of all the main colors of the game are obviously white and blue those are your colors everything <laughs> in greece is either white and blue <laughs> with all the with all the um, the houses in the white plates and everything yes in Athens, it's not like that <laughs> yeah on the island i can imagine so how was so how was growing up in, in Athens? You have a really nice background. I remember your mom traveling to Szczecin uh, <laughs> and he, she was actually enjoying with us. She was hanging out with us. She couldn't speak English, but she was too happy enjoying with us, drinking with us. So it was pretty How do you remember cool. that? I do I remember your mom. mom. I do remember. How, how can I forget? <laughs> you know what happened to her when she came? She knows how to speak a little bit Russian, but Polish people doesn't really speak Russian and doesn't want to speak Russian. They may understand, but they don't speak. Sure. So she found cheap flights, not for a state in, in near state, and she found uh, for um, uh, Berlin. Poznan. Ah, Poznan. No, yeah. no. Okay. Not po no Poznan. Um, Wrocław, probably. No. Uh, Gdansk. For the Gdansk. Gdansk, Gdansk. All right. So she had to come to Stetson with uh, by train, and mm -hmm. uh, she get lost in the way. So <laughs> she calls my sister and she told her that I can't find the train. I can't. I don't know where I am. My sister called me. I was very afraid about her. I was very scary. And for two hours she doesn't reply to the calls. Jesus so we were very anxious about her. And uh, after two hours she called me. And she told me I found the train. Buy me a beer because I feel very very. Um, it's stressed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yeah. by maybe I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Now I do remember your mom. She was she was drinking buzz. She was trying to speak in English. So it was amazing. <laughs> so growing up in Athens, Athens uh, has the uh, half of the population. So Greece has all more or less 10 million population. The six million are in Athens. So it's very really? crowded. Really? Yes. Very crowded. So, wow. Because I'm just looking at the map of Greece and half of the population just in Athens and everything yeah. else is just like, just nothing. It's not just nothing. There are smaller cities after that is Thessaloniki that is, is very um, at the at north, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not uh, nothing compared. It's not, it is that there are a population there are people, but uh, Athens has almost uh, half of the population. And the other cities are very, very small, but yeah. they are nice. They are nice. Sure. And, yeah. and you guys, my, you my happen... travel across like uh, each cities? Is it, do you guys have like fast roads to go across uh, each city? So imagine you want to go from Athens to like Macedonia, the thing with the three spikes, is it like fast or is it like even faster by, by boat? By boat, no, you don't go to by boat in uh, that <laughs> 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 But the uh, ferry is uh, less, it's slower, and also you have to go all the, the, the distance, so it doesn't, uh, you don't go. You can go by train, you can go by bus, you can go by car. Uh, so do you actually have trains there? Yeah, we have trains. It's easy to go. If you want to go to another city, it's very easy, and... I don't know if it's easy cheap, but it's easy. Even if you don't have a car. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's good. Because I, I wouldn't believe that Greece, Greece has trains. They must yeah, be hard right. to like 
construct on on this country but do they exist like since a long time ago or are the the trains new like a new system mm, not new not, not very old not very new um, okay. something in between but we have trains maybe i don't know how how many but are they good like mm. uh are they like efficient like um fast travel or are they just like regional like eh? <laughs> uh, Okay, by car, maybe you need, uh, I don't know, four hours. If you need four hours by car, maybe with train, you need the six hours. Oh, okay. okay so, yeah. Ah, it's not faster, it. but it's not bad. It's good enough. <laughs> good enough, yeah. It does happen. So, continue, um, continue talking about growing up in Athens. Like, seeing tourists every day must be annoying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you don't understand them because there are so many, many people and there are many cultures. It's not like you can see different kind of people. So mm-hmm. it's not annoying at all. Yeah, yeah very know. multicultural. Okay. Yes. And what were like the main for activities that you used to do? No, maybe for other people that uh, live in the center. Center is more annoying. For me, I don't uh, live in the center. I live in suburbs, so... Mm-hmm. I don't see them so much. <laughs> and what are like the main activities that uh, Greek people love to do, especially like growing up? What did you used to play when you were with your friends and everything? What were like the main like uh, fun activities that you used to do with your friends growing up? Your hobby. M- my or generally? Yeah, yours, yours, yours. It, yours. it can be yours. <laughs> I like a lot uh, to play sports, to be honest. Yeah. If, uh, okay. if, I, if, I, if I see people like in stage, and if I see people that has a ball, I go and say, "Can I play, please? Can I play?" Yeah. <laughs> so I like sports. Uh, we like a lot to go for swimming because even if it's in Athens, uh, at summer we will go for sure. Um, we organize uh, trips. Uh, what else? Does Athens have good uh, good beaches? Like in the city itself, or or do okay. you have to go? Okay, when like... summer starts, yeah, and go to a, a beach in Athens, you are okay. If you then go to, the, to an island, you come back, you don't like it at all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I can I can imagine. <laughs> so yeah. for starting the summer is okay. You just go to the beach. Yeah, yeah. But I guess so it's, it's so easy to go to the island, so you can just like yeah, hop on the ferry, yeah. just yeah. go there. Yes, it's very easy. Uh, what else? It's not only the islands. You can see uh, also parts in Greece that are uh, in the main part that uh, you can find uh, very nice places also. And very and nice I'm, And also bet that a lot of people just take the, their boat license, no? Just to buy boats and just to travel across islands. Ah. I know that in my city, a lot of my friends have like a boat license and an actual boat because we have, we only have three islands, but even then we always go with the boat to do True. like the, the skiing on the water uh, and, uh, you know, those fun activities uh, on the water with the boat. Do you guys, do you used to do that or, um, or do you see people doing that on the waters or is it completely legal? Just to have your uh, own no, boat. it's not. It's not. You can do it. Uh, people in Athens doesn't have so much uh, the, the license. I mean, they even if they have it, they don't use it in Athens. When you go 
to other places they use it a lot mm-hmm. because the sea is better and also you can go for fishing or something else and yeah. but you don't take it to go from Athens to an island sure. by yourself by boat maybe with uh, the other thing I don't remember the name uh, wait I didn't say it <laughs> Oh, jet like ski? A, a jet ski. <laughs> that was a, that was a, uh, okay, I will but. find. The problem with the jet ski is that it's so expensive because it wastes so much gasoline. It Even is, the, yeah. um, the the thing itself is expensive and it's so heavy. It's so hard to transport yeah. a jet ski. Man, I've never I've never rode this, but but it might be it might be amazing. The I mean the, the vibes oh. and the feeling that. I used to be very lucky because I had it for free because I had like water sports next to my mm. bar and I used to give the guys like drinks for free and they were like okay at the end of the day you can just go ride the jet ski for like 10 minutes <laughs> but then but then I uh, I needed to help them carry the jet ski back and we had like a thing because the jet ski is so heavy that even with four people is almost impossible to carry so you Damn need to put something um something behind the jet ski some like um some something solid so the jesse can like roll over and we we used to take that plastic thing and put it again so the jesse would always be rolling over something because just picking it up is almost impossible it's crazy crazy uh heavy so it's also very expensive right yeah, yeah, yeah the the gasoline itself is crazy expensive that's why to rent one even is just like six euros for 15 minutes a lot of times jesus christ Yeah, <laughs> it's very expensive. It's so crazy stupid. But uh, um, here it says that it's a sailing boat. I don't know if it's that, but yes. Um, ah, sailing boat. I know. Yeah, yeah. Like one of those like small ones that. Yeah. Uh, yes. I used to have lessons for those sailing boats. In, in Portugal, we have a weird, a weird name for them. It's called uh, a laser. Mm-hmm. Uh, laser boat. Yeah, yeah, a laser boat. Uh, and they're very cool, by the way. And you, yeah. you don't need a motor. You can just like. Have fun, even like just so, need a wind. Yeah, just need the wind. Power of nature, <laughs> and it's very fun actually because you you have like a technique to go even faster and everything. Yes. So that's nice. You need a license? Yeah, we need a license. No, no, no. For laser boats. You don't need no. a license. No way. Mm-hmm. You just need to buy it because there's no motor, so there's not there's no. It's also expe- very expensive. A bit. Might be. A bit. Because no. yeah, because it's a huge, it's a huge boat. If you if yeah. You And even to take care of the boat, if you don't have like a, a big warehouse or something to clean the boat, it's expensive. But if you live next to a um, one of those institutions that have the basically like a big water sports, but the ones that teach uh, those sailing boat lessons, you can buy a sailing boat and uh, put it there. They, they actually let it. I know in my city, if you buy a sailing boat, you can just put it there and you just pay like 20 euros uh, per year and you can have your sailing boat there and just can go there and 20 euros per year it's very cheap yeah <laughs> so cheap so you can just like store it so easily so easily Jeez, for amazing. such a cheap price yeah because it's impossible to have one of those at home because then you have to take your car with your sailing boat yeah, so you need no. like a, a thing to put it on your car to take it and yeah so just like boats itself is such a an expensive like Yeah, unless you live, uh, you know, nearby the beach, like you live, like, for example, in Faro, if you live, live literally in the beach of Faro, all right, if you... If you But uh, it's not illegal, I mean, you need, uh, I don't know, you have to pay something if you just leave it or no. 
Yeah, yeah, because um, there are beaches in Portugal where you can actually put your boat in and you don't have to pay anything. But then if it gets stolen, it's your fault. So you cannot yeah. do anything about it. Um, because like to put it on the arbor or on the docks, I'm not sure what's the correct term, you actually have to pay like a big, big amount of money. Even like a small boat, you you pay like so much per year. So a boat is literally, in my opinion, one of the most expensive like uh, kind of objects. It like, is. Um, it is. Immobile, like, yeah, mobile objects that you can have. Because then of course, a plane. But a plane is just only for reaches, you know. <laughs> but a play, but but a plane, a plane. You need to be a pilot. To yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, <laughs> a jet or kind it's of. It's expensive you know. to buy. It is also expensive, uh, you know, every to year. Keep, it's, yeah, it's to the keep. service, something I don't yeah. know. It's very expensive. But you, you can buy it. it and then live in your boat and don't have a house. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that would work for sure. There are a lot of people. Might be, might be a lot of people living in the boats there in Greece. No. Not that maybe some, but uh, I don't know anyone. Because I have this feeling when I think of Greece, I, I have this feeling like of oh, oh people living in the boats, um, <laughs> waking up early, having this cheese, this Greek cheese in the morning, and saying <laughs> good morning to the sun, and you know breaking the the plates nearby, breaking the dishes. I have this, I have this feeling. I have this Mamma Mia feeling while thinking of Greece, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not so calm people as you could describe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we wake up and start to uh, uh, break the place, but not, uh, you know. For sure. The sun and uh, <laughs> <laughs> What is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think of Greece? The hmm. first thing. The first thing is, okay, for me, it's definitely its history. Like, um, also, because of Assassin's Creed, I learned a lot of history because it was during the times of Hippocrates and all those yeah. philosophers. So uh, there was a, such uh, fun sequences that you were inside the symposium. So a symposium is when all these philosophers would gather around and drink uh, wine with water to even create even more liquid. So back in the day, a lot of these philosophers would mix uh, uh, water with wine, so it is even more liquid. And then they would just get drunk while talking about the problems of life and questions of life. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you know better than me. <laughs> so, so it was so fun just to, just to play with Hippocrates. Like he was talking about like some stuff about life and I was like, oh, this is actually very interesting. And you guys have such a rich, a rich culture of these philosophers. And not only philosophers, yeah. but the thing that I love most about Greece is its gods. Like the, the culture yeah, the that mythology. you have about gods. The mythology. It's mythology. It's mythology. Yes. It's so rich and so amazing. Like even myself, I even prefer the Greek gods to the Roman gods. Because the Roman gods are very boring. They're just, okay, names of planets. But the Greek gods, you have <laughs> such unique names for every single one. And uh, even because of Hercules, probably one of the oldest like um, depictions on television of like the, the Greek yeah. gods, it's uh, yeah, it completely inspired so many things like Percy Jackson uh, afterwards and all of those shows and movies. So can you talk to us a little bit about the, the Greek gods? Do you know like something? Uh, yes, yeah. uh, Hercules wasn't a god. He became a god after uh, the 12... Um things that <laughs> they put him to do 
so the I don't I don't remember it, so so many things, but uh, there are twelve. Okay, I remember that. Mm. <laughs> it was. Uh, what do you want to know? I don't know what to tell you. But do you do you guys learn about your mythology at school? Like uh, in some yeah, we learn about our mythology, but we don't. I mean, I don't remember so many things. Maybe if yeah. uh, we start talking, I can tell you things, but. Uh, Now I just remember the names. I don't know even if I remember all the names. We have a god for the wine, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is his name? But he has an actually very cool name. The only uh, which was the for the wine. Oh yeah. Okay. This is the god. This category for the wine. We had uh, Aphrodite. Okay, Aphrodite for is, yeah. yes, the most famous. The Neptune for the water. Also famous. Athena. And it has a, a, I don't remember. Anyway. <laughs> hey, what else to tell about the other gods? <laughs> and also, I, I think the the Minotaur also comes from Greece, right? The the mythology of the Minotaur, like uh, because he uh, he got. Uh, pr- imprisoned in a in a maze by Athena, the god of, of wisdom. So he wouldn't escape. So there's like ah oh, yes thing. yes yes. And it's it's actually in Athens, I think, that you guys have like a thing to. Uh, they they started from Athens and they went to Creta, and okay. uh, Minotaur it, it was in Creta, I think. Wait, mm-hmm. I will Google it. <laughs> so you have like a lot of uh, creatures as well. So we have Medusa. I know you have the Minotaur. Yes, uh, you know why? Okay, yeah. tell me why. Okay, uh, Zeus, uh, the god, the father mm-hmm. of the god, was uh, he liked uh, some woman. Okay, and when he likes a woman, she uh, transferred to, to himself, himself to another uh, animal, for example, Taurus or something else, mm-hmm. and. Uh, He's having sex with a girl, so the um, the child will be something in between, you know, okay. something between <laughs> a person and an animal. So that's yeah. why we have so many creatures because uh, oh, yeah. did they get this right? Guy. <laughs> Just mating with animals, why not? <laughs> did they get this right? He was having sex with with the animals, and then there was yeah, building something. Who... Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I Get think when we uh, um, with Europe, when Adias uh, went, uh, he, he likes Europe, so mm-hmm. he tra- uh, transformation he transformed to Taurus, and uh, that's why. Yeah. Anyway, it's very zoophilic uh, culture behind Zeus, right? <laughs> <laughs> making out I guess so. I, I just found out I just found out <laughs> fuck oh my god yes it was uh... and then you guys also have the I think it's uh, it's from Greece the, the epic book from Ulysses right it is for from Greece for what? again uh, Ulysses it's like a, isn't that how it's called in English it's called Ulysses it's like the epic book from ah uh, uh... Greece I know in Greek is Iliada in Greek. Mm. Iliada. Iliada and Odyssey is in Greek. I don't remember the, the, oh, the name. I think Ulysses is inside the Odyssey. So, so I think the Odyssey is the 
the biggest book, like the book that actually contains all these stories? No, then... no, um, no. The name in English, because I don't want to say Iliada. Tell it in English. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's Iliada. Iliada was the... I don't know if you remember the name in, in English. Yeah, yeah. It You'll was a big, and Odysseus was a part of that. Uh, okay. And actually, the first book has uh, the Troy War, the war in Troy. And the second, uh, Odysseus comes back to his island, that is Haka, and uh, he, were, were lo he were lost for 10 years, so he it took 10 years to come back. And is all what happened to him. Okay, yeah. So, <laughs> no, actually, okay, yeah, it's the Ilíada because I, I don't think there's a transition to English because I think in Portuguese is also the same name, it's Ilíada, and then all, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, in Portuguese it is, yeah, and all those like uh stories are inside that epic, yeah. Book. I remember it was a kind of mandatory book for kids, you know, when I was starting to, to know about you know lit literature and kind of stuff. My mm -hmm. my teachers they were like you know recommending this book for us to read. Yeah, yeah, we we in sixth grade we actually have to read Ulysses, so it's a part of that epic book about yeah. the journey of that hero. So it's actually Ulysses. I, I hope I'm not wrong, but I I think uh, that it's the first uh, concept of the journey of the hero, which is a structure that was made in films afterwards where it's basically a structure of the journey from one's hero that he started as a nobody and then he became the hero of the country. So Ulysses was the main one. And I think it's also inside Ulysses that the Troy horse uh, appears where they give like the, yes. the gifts. It's all the, this, yes, all the story, all that story. Yeah. And also when we do it, we do it in school as a lesson. Uh, Ulysses is not, uh, not the first. Yeah, I don't, I don't know in English. Anyway, and uh, we te they teach us in uh, Ancient so oh. okay. Part, and then we translate it because we can understand, of course. Do you guys also have to write on the stones with the thing with the mallet? <laughs> Come on, no. <laughs> uh, no, I, just... I, I got to know that ancient Greek is actually. <laughs> too different than the the original greek yeah. you know the the present the current greek now and i remember you matrona saying uh, the same phrase in greek and the ancient greek it was totally different how it sounds yes so, okay. amazing do you, you still you still can um read or or remember I can read the, the same alphabet is the same alphabet I, we can read but we can understand because uh, some uh, Many, many words are the same, but uh, they, they have different meaning in the ancient Greek, and now yeah, has, they have a different meaning. Mm -hmm. Okay. But do people still use it? But not everything. Some words, maybe only. Do people still talk that ancient Greece, or is it not just to. Okay, okay. It's, it's like Latin, I guess. Like people learn Latin, yeah, but it's exactly. not really used outside of yeah. law, I guess. People yeah. don't really speak it, so but it's the same alphabet, okay? Yes, the alphabet is the same. Yeah, it's a weird, weird alphabet you guys have. <laughs> I wish I could understand anything, but uh, so it's something. Uh, I guess. You know, the engineers they can understand the alphabet because uh, they have all in that <laughs> mass and physics. Was it hard for you to switch to English, like to learn how to write English? 
because it's like a completely different alphabet. Not really, because we start English at a very uh, young age, so it's easy yeah. for us. It's not okay. so different. Mm -hmm. Just yeah, just to write, I guess, because <laughs> it's a different alphabet. But but yeah, it's not so different in the alphabet from the English. It's all oh, yeah? more the same. Oh, okay. The alphabet is the same. Maybe it's not, uh, for example, B, we say Vita. We don't say Bu, we say Vu. But it exists in the alphabet. So we just uh, pronounce it yeah. different. Just the forms of the letters are just very different, I guess. They look like uh, aeroglyphics from Egypt <laughs> for me. <laughs> it's not like Chinese. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh, way easier Chinese. than Chinese. Chinese is like Mandarin is the hardest language to, to, yeah. to learn. Like even Chinese people cannot fully uh, dominate Chinese. the language because it's so hard to actually like uh, really fully develop it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Man, you Very, have to be a drawer. Yeah. <laughs> before, before you know, being an alphabet or kind of stuff, you have to figure be a Figure is a word, so sure, it's, yeah, it's almost impossible. And you know, there are some very, very uh, difficult symbols, and then you put a line and it means something different than <laughs> That's so... the point. That's the point. Matrona, I just remember of something. Since you're from Athens, I have to ask you this. What is your opinion on the Spartans? The Spartans. Now or... <laughs> now, now, back, can be back then or just now? <laughs> okay, now it's not so big city to be honest. It's a very small city now okay. Okay, compared okay. to Athens. <laughs> so uh, I think they, I haven't met someone, I think, but uh, they still have some... Um, some beef. <laughs> you still want to yeah, take uh, some spears, <laughs> throw some spears around. Uh, because it's more close, is something like a village. They are um, more strict. How can I explain? I don't know exactly, but uh, no so open minded because it's a village. Okay. No, no, really, guys, it's it not is... a village, but it's not so, so, so big city. Are there still Spartans <laughs> there? Yes, there are, there are, of course. Fuck, I didn't know. I thought they were talking about something from the past. It's party, oh, but uh, it's, um, it's not big city. Okay, I will tell you the population, wait. Actually, I want to know, because for me, Spartans nowadays, I just feel like, I don't know, they just live in caves or something. Yeah, it's man, like I'm okay, very pathologic and kind of stuff. Yeah, they're like planning the next invasion on <laughs> Athens <laughs> once again. Okay, oh my God. Uh, 16,000 uh, 16, people. Fuck you. Yeah. And, and Athens has uh, 10 million. Uh, and it's more than 300, right? Like the movie. So. <laughs> yes. Uh, wasn't it Corinth the, the main land for, um, for the Spartans? Or was it on the, on the other big island on Greece? It's uh, not calling uh, La, La, uh, Laconia. I don't know, know exactly the Lacon. I don't know. Mm. I know there was. Corinth is more north than. So the Spartans are mostly south on that big island uh, next to Athens. I, uh, I south, I yes, it's in the Han. If you see the map in the hand, it. Um, uh, oh yeah. Wait, what exactly? Yes, 
between uh, the actually above the third um, part of that hand. Oh, okay. There are four four fingers in the third, for example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the third part. Okay, so it's it's close to that big mountain. The um, the prophet is right. The prophet is uh, Elias. Prophet is Elias is the top of each mount of every mountain. Every mountain has a, a church, and uh, it calls prophet is it calls them prophet is Elias. Every church <laughs> in a mountain. <laughs> I don't okay. know why, but uh, yes. Yeah, I bet Greece has so many big mountains. Just yeah, big mountains. No, many mountains. Yes, big, not that much. They okay. have, we have Olympus that uh, used to see, to live the twelve god, gods in Greece. Mm -hmm. You know what is strange? People ask me almost in Erasmus if we still believe in uh, the twelve gods. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> No, because uh, we have this feeling that people are still following this, you know. I mean, not not young people, but, you know, old people like, oh, let's keep the tradition, let's believe in 12 gods and kind of stuff, you know. So <laughs> that's why we have this kind of stereotyping background, <laughs> let's say. But actually, yeah. I, I find it awesome that people, like, still care about the, the gods, like in Greece. I think it's so cool, like... And basically, religion is just if you really believe in it and you feel like uh, welcomed and uh, safe, you, you can believe in whatever you want. So, if you believe in the gods, please do. Like, I'm all in. I'm all in. <laughs> to be honest, I don't believe in any god. <laughs> well, I don't believe in 12 gods. So, do, do you ever went to the to Macedonia, like the the part with the three spikes in uh, in yes. Greece? The third, the, the third spike, how you told me, is uh, it's I don't like because it's the the, the most uh, wonderful part, and uh, there are monks there, and uh, there women are, are not allowed to go. The monkeys, monkeys, monks, monks. Oh, monks. Monks. Oh, okay. <laughs> There are monks in Atos. Is it Atos, right? The the third spike? Yes. Okay, so there are monks on this mountain? Yes, and uh, they, they're not allowed uh, women to enter. To enter. So what do they do? Through. What do they do if you enter? Do they just... Yeah. They forbid. They how you, know. you can go? They're <laughs> oh, like praying a lot there. And it's the most uh, wonderful part, and we can go. And it's uh, very okay. annoying for us. But so, what uh, are the monks doing there? They are just praying, like spending the time in there. Uh, they have uh, churches, <laughs> and they stay there. Okay, so they. I actually had no idea that Macedonia had its uh, like uh, has its own like um, inclusive population or exclusive population in this case. So do does this part of Greece has like a lot of people or is it just like small villages as well, like the other ones that you told us about? They have uh, big cities, but not, uh, I mean, uh, compared to Athens, every city is very small. Yeah. They have a lot, they have a lot of people, but uh, are smaller cities, but uh, there are many. For, in uh, Macedonia, there are, more than the other parts of Greece, I think. 
what do they think of of you guys in, in Athens? Are they like very different from you, like culture wise, uh, l even their lifestyles, like mindsets? Are they very different from you, or you mean the the north people part from Iceland part? and also people from the uh, north? Not really. Uh, they speak some uh, dialects, but not uh, every region. Mostly, you can find some villages, but. Uh, the lifestyle is more or less the same. Okay, the, because this feels like a whole different country. Like basically it was its own country, yeah, Macedonia. And I think a lot of the battles in Greece back in the day were actually on Macedonia. So yeah, that's You mean why. the part of Greece, Macedonia, not the-, the Yeah, 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 yeah exactly, exactly. More or less the same. That's nice. And why did why did they change the name of Macedonia? Was there like something that made it made them change the name? Because all I yeah, remember because now like it's it's called North Macedonia and the country, like the non Greece part. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To be honest, Macedonia was a big part. Not only the Macedonia that is inside Greek was also the other part that uh, belongs to Bulgaria also. Some part of the ancient Macedonia, mm -hmm. also to North Macedonia, but uh, I don't know why this happened. To be honest, uh, for me, it it wasn't worth it to do all of that. I mean, with a name and uh, it's just a name. <laughs> yeah. Sure, and also because yeah, yeah. they have different language, right? They have different yeah. culture. I mean. Yeah, yes, yes, especially from the, the actual country, North Macedonia. Yeah. It's its own thing, basically. It's it's a Balkan country, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it, it is a Balkan, Balkan country. I don't know. For for us also, they they are so they were so uh, they wanted so much the name, and also we didn't want to give the name, and I don't know why it was so big deal at the end. Mm. So Matrona, I actually I have a friend of mine. He was on this podcast, uh, my Italian friend, Leonardo. He went this summer to have an internship in Greece. And I want to know your opinion on the island of Kos. What do you think of it? Uh, again, I didn't, I didn't get to. He went to Greece to do an internship. And what happened then? Uh, and, uh, and he went to, to do that internship in the island of Kos. So the, the island very close to Turkey. Have you ever been there? To the island of oh, course. Course. I mm. haven't been there. I think it's very nice island. I don't know what happened now there because uh, it's very very far away. But I think it's very nice island. I have been to Rhodos, that is very close. Mm. Uh, it's big island. I think it's very cheap island. To be honest. Oh, very cheap island. Oh, I nice. think it's cheap. It's very cheap. Uh, what is your opinion, his opinion? I wanted to know. What did you say? He said to you. Oh, I was asking your opinion on the island because uh, I still ha haven't talked to him much about what he's like, uh, if he's like enjoying. But he told me that the food is amazing and he can eat actually very cheap. Like the Greek food is just off the charts. Like you guys have just amazing sauces, just like your. Yeah, starting your this topic, uh, for me, the Greek food is one of the best in the world. I mean, <laughs> the cheese and also where's the name of this uh, thing that looks like a uh, kebab but it isn't oh it's uh, with, with suviyaki yes yes oh yeah yes. okay suviyaki uh, cause uh, okay for the previous question is a uh, 
It's very nice island. It's big island. You can uh, do if you stay. It's better. I mean, compared to islands that uh, has the blue houses, the white mm-hmm. blue houses. Yeah. They are very small islands. So for winter, nobody stays there. Uh, maybe I don't know, 100, 200 people. So cause is an island that uh, you can live there on winter. Okay. So I think he will have a good time. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> as well now but he's enjoying like uh, he told me the food uh the views like the beaches like the the sand is very very nice and yes. uh, he can go to any other island very quickly just by the ferry so what actually let's go back to the food topic what is your favorite yes. greek food that you like just mm-hmm. eat every day if you could you could eat every day okay of course i will say musakas musakas Yes, it's, uh, it has potato, fried potato, eggplant, uh, meat, bechamel, and many, many other things I don't remember now. And it's very tasty and very unhealthy. <laughs> okay. I like this a lot. Oh, uh, of the... course, souvlaki. Souvlaki is very cheap and, you know, who don't want to eat a souvlaki? I mean, very, yeah. you can buy it in the road, it's only two euros. And uh, it's very nice. So I was very bad. The the moussaka looks like a lasagna. Lasagna, yeah. Yeah. Like lasagna. It looks so much like a, a, a lasagna. Pasta is with eggplant and potatoes. Oh, okay. So okay. So the, everything in there is just potatoes and eggplant. Wow. I like this um, salad for yatiki that we have. Uh, the Greek it. salad with the yeah, feta and <laughs> I like this a lot. I can, uh, I, I, in, on summer, I really can eat it every day because it's very refreshing. Refreshing. And it's like, yeah, yeah, it's refreshing. It, it, it always tastes good, like with the sun. Healthy. I, I think salad, yeah, it's healthy. Like the salad is the best food to have in like a country that has like a lot of like uh, sunny See. heat. Just yes. It's like refreshing and everything. I and also has the cheese that uh, I like this cheese, the feta cheese. The feta cheese. Feta do, you, cheese. Do, do you know that new trend that uh, they started on, on TikTok with uh, with um, with the feta cheese and the pasta? <laughs> no. So there was like this food that uh, people just started putting. Actually, it's not with pasta. It's just with I know it's yeah with, with pasta uh, and with tomatoes and zucchini. So we just put pasta, tomatoes, and zucchini, and the feta cheese, uh, a whole block on the middle. You put it in the oven with olive oil, and just you, and you just mix everything, and you have, like, they oh. call it the, the Greek pasta. They call Amazing. it the Greek pasta. Uh, you know, the we used to, to say that everything without feta is not nice. You put feta, and it transforms to something different, very nice. It becomes amazing. It's very strong and, and cheese, right? Yeah, there are a lot strong. of spices. Very, it's very. There are a lot of spices during this this cheese, like during the preparation. Yeah. Have during... you have you tried? Yeah, I did. I did. I did in Warsaw, and I actually uh, tasted this cheese from a Cyprus Cyprus girl. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, more or less, we have the same things. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much the same. Sure, you, the salad that I told you that I like is actually. Uh, tomato, onion, and the other thing, uh, not zucchini, the other thing. Oh, cucumber? Yes, 
cucumber. Mm-hmm. So it's just that when you put the feta, it it gives an, a different it name. Exactly. It like <laughs> the most simple, the better. Just like when when people try to be too, they do that on pizza. Like pizza for me is just like pepperoni. You have a pizza, or just so simple. Now when people start to start putting everything in the pizza. Just yeah. to have something like in Brazil, like, <laughs> ah, <I hate. laughs> like they put sausage on pizza, they put potatoes on pizza. It's ah, no pizza, pepperoni, salami, whatever it is, just stay with that. Pizza. <laughs> we have, we have I haven't pizza. tried pizza yet here, you know. Oh, real? You should. Oh my god, Bologna has so many great osterias. Like, there one, I think it was called Totil something, and they had pizzas for four euros. And they were so big, and you could have an apple spritz for like uh, three euros, I think. It was like a big okay. Pack. In another call, like I, I we last many yeah, things. yeah, for sure. I'll tell you everything you need to know. Like, <laughs> I even I, actually for our listeners near my faculty, uh, it was the faculty of business and economics uh, next to Piazza Verde. There was a pizza place that you could have a margarita pizza, so like a, a New York style pizza, margarita pizza. You could have it for two euros, a medium-sized one. So a very big pizza for two euros. I and will go today. Today I will go. <laughs> <laughs> and every day, like almost every day, I would just go there to have that pizza as like sometimes even as like a lunch or a snack just because it was two euros. And Been they amazing. do it on the actual um, steel oven. So it's an actual like uh, Italian pizza. They don't do like, uh, you know, microwave or any other all that stuff. They just put it on the actual steel oven and have that. Oh, okay, I text you when we stop the call. I text you because I go. <laughs> okay, sure. do you remember this pizza place there in Faro that people goes after going to the clubs and this slice is a two euro slice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck, exactly. horrible moment. man. Imagine comparing to this Bologna place. Oh, it's horrible, <laughs> and, and actually, that price got even worse. I think the last time that I went there was three euros a slice. No, come on, dude, really? They, they are ripping no. people yeah. off completely. People off, the, but it's like a monopoly. So yeah, you know, it is. If you're hungry after a club, you just have to go there. Yeah. But I was like, I remember because I went. Uh, one of my last times was actually uh, after Italy because uh, it was still before COVID when I came there, like a month before COVID, and I went to to a club in Faro. <laughs> And my friends went to that place to get a slice of pizza. And then I was like, this is three, uh, two and, and a half euros, almost three euros. They're like, yeah. And I was like, guys, I would have medium-sized <laughs> Italian pizzas for two euros. And I'm not going to pay three euros for a goddamn slice. Yeah. <laughs> it's no. stupid. And, uh, and, and yeah, I actually miss that a lot about Bologna. It's just like the, the cheap osterias and just to eat pizzas for... Amazing. Don't tell me that now. <laughs> and, and, and also the Aperol Spritz, which is my favorite drink. I love Aperol Spritz so much. And you have so many bars, especially in um, near Piazza Verde. There's a lot of bars like on the street there. They have Aperol Spritz for such a cheap price. And Via del Pratello, it's like the main bar street. Uh, yes, it's nice. It's very, very... It's not heavy drink, and you can drink it uh, yeah. from yeah, yeah. eight in the morning. <laughs> the Aperol is pretty refreshing. It's Rina. refreshing. It's sweet enough, not too sweet. I I love it. I love it. Yes. Also with Campari, they do it with Campari, but they haven't tried. I don't like Campari that much. I think it's too bitter. I think Campari, it's way way it too bitter. But I do like. I, I tried it. I tried it twice actually because I thought I thought okay, second time maybe I'll like it. I'll put my mind onto it. But then I was like, nah, I just prefer Aperol. 
just better. But they are the same price actually, and Campari supposedly is more expensive to buy. So, Bologna, at least you have that choice <laughs> of drinking both for the same price. So, Matrona, do you, do you remember some history that you spent during your childhood or even your you know teenager time there in Greece that you want to share, like a funny history or an interesting history about Greece or with your friends and kind of stuff that you want to share? No, I don't have something in mind. <laughs> I, more or less, I have drinking stories. <laughs> <laughs> Because we speak about drinks now. Um, no, I don't have something special. Do you, do you ever went to a festival in Greece? Like a, like a big festival, like with international artists? Because they exist in Greece, right? Like some big festivals. We got more, uh, more about the music festivals. Music festivals, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm we saying. We have a lot of them, and also with uh, foreign uh, uh, bands or uh, singers. You you ever went to one like a, a very big one in Greece? Uh, I have been. Yes, I don't remember the name now, but I have been many mm -hmm. many festivals. I like uh, I like uh, music. I like to go to these things. Uh, I liked one, actually remember now, that uh, it was also with, uh, you, you take your tent, you go to a place, uh, not Macedonia, not uh, Athens, in between, and okay. uh, it's for free, it's, uh, it has three different stages, um, Los Almiros, it, it, we call that festival, and uh, you stay for three days, uh, you don't pay anything, and you go for free to many festivals, there are three different stages, and many, many artists. Oh, wow. And It's very nice. Pay, does the government pay for everything or is it like a, a private company that just gives everything? I don't think that there is government paying. I think that uh, the, uh, there is a place and the, everyone organizes and pay. So, you know, they will um, take the money back from the bar or something else. Okay. Okay. Not okay. from, yes. And also another festival in Syria is also a nice, very nice. That is uh, more or less the same um, thing. You go with your tent and uh, you stay for three, four days. Mm -hmm. uh, and I like that uh, they are free. You don't have to pay. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually... I like that in Greece a lot. That you don't have to pay for many, many things. Oh, amazing. You know, and what do you guys drink mostly in Greece? Is the wine culture still very like uh, big in Greece? Yes, yes. We have a, uh, I think that uh, white wine is better better quality than, for me, my opinion, than uh, red wine. I prefer it. Uh, but it depends but what you eat. Like, uh, I mean, since Greece, you don't eat that much meat. You, you maybe do more fish, a lot of fish. fish, more yeah. fish. So obviously white wine is yeah, it's only better. white wine with fish. But uh, with meat, you only have to go red. You, can, you, you cannot go white wine with, with meat. Yes, it's, it's, indeed. It, it's but a I crime. Think that, uh, Compared with other wines that I have tried in other in other uh, countries, I think that uh, red I can find red in very high quality also in other place. But in Greece, I like a lot of wine, white wine. Yeah, I think and, even the the ware itself is more for uh, white wine because you guys are are like a very big exporter on white wine. Even yes. So yeah, I also love white wine. Like my favorite food is fish. Whenever I can eat fish, I always have a glass of white wine. Like, always. Yeah, it's, very, it's nice. Thing ever. 
We also have many microbreweries that um, they, the last years, the last 10 years, and a lot of microbreweries that uh, produce their own beer. And uh, we have also good production of that. Chipuro, Raki, I don't know if you know, know about that. Yeah. Yes. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah, also make something that I like. There is this competition that the Balkans against Greeks, the who makes the first rakia. <laughs> so. My favorite is Tsipuro, to be honest. And uh, it's not, I don't know the difference between Raki, Tsipuro, and all of them. They all make you drunk. That's the yes. point. That's, <laughs> and that's I like just the uh, objective. <laughs> I like a thing that we made uh, mostly in winter. We take the raki or uh, uh, wine and uh, we put honey inside and uh, we boil it. And uh, it's uh, hot and it's very nice. And you get drunk all Oh, so that. like a hot <laughs> beverage. Oh, okay. Hot yes. beverage to get drunk. Yeah, like hot wine. Actually, like in, uh, I don't know if it's an offense in Greece, but do you guys have hot wine as well? Just like. Not the so... same way in Europe, they have it. But like that, I told you, um, you put some honey and some other uh, spices. Cinnamon as well, yeah. Cinnamon, Cinnamon. It's, it's, it's one of the. They, so, they, uh, call it, they call it hydromel or kind of stuff. Uh, I think hydromel is something different. I think hydromel right. is like uh, like vodka with honey. Uh, ah, sure no, I don't know that. I think hydromel is um, honey with water. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's his own thing. It's like with oh, meat. It's, yeah. It's meat, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it's, it's not potato. So, I guess hydromel is his own thing. But I know that in Croatia, Hot wine is very, very popular. But in Portugal, I never heard about hot wine. I never seen hot wine in Portugal. So if I actually went back to Portugal today and I said, oh, guys, I've been drinking hot wine every day. They would be like, what, what, why did you just say you were drinking? <laughs> I would be beheaded. Like I'll be exiled from Portugal if I said I would be drinking hot wine. But in Croatia, it's so popular. Yes. And I really, really like it. It's like, uh, it's very like soothing and you, you can still get drunk. That's the, that's the big thing. You don't you really can be drunk. Yeah, yeah, you can, you don't feel it, but after a while you can actually yeah, yeah, like, start seeing it. So, it's, a, it's a dangerous beverage. <laughs> so, Maturna, how is the things regarding coronavirus? Because I remember I've read a news, I guess, two weeks ago, that actually in Greek, the, the electronic festivals are actually happening in there. So you can actually travel if you're vaccinated. So if it feels like the borders are open there, how is it? Yes, the borders are open and you can travel. I actually don't know. Uh, when they closed everything, they told us uh, only for two weeks. And after two weeks, uh, it passed one year and uh, it didn't open anything. So it was a disaster for us. Yeah. For everyone, actually, for every country. Sure. But now it's open. But I uh, don't know if they will uh, do open things only for vaccinated people or uh, for everyone. I don't know what will happen. Yeah, I guess I just have this feeling that the Greece is one of you know the, the countries that you know lost a lot of money during the quarantine, so they want to recover the money during this, yes. this summertime. So that's why they're they allowing for doing. They close. 
Μύκονος, they put it in quarantine because uh, there, are, there was many issues cases. and many cases. So they closed it, but I don't know if, uh, because uh, they don't want, you know, it's a high season now, and I think that uh, they will not close. They... Might be some effect from this electronic festivals that were read two weeks ago. <laughs> so, wow. I, I, yeah. I actually don't, don't know about these festivals. Do you know the, the name of the festivals? Yeah, I can Google it. Uh, That's actually incredible because like uh, Croatia as Greece, like they do their money mostly on the summer and they open everything like they were one of the first countries to open to the US. So they have like the, yeah. all the Americans to go there. Uh, but the festivals did not happen in Croatia, like most of them. But the clubs all open, open. So <laughs> you're just inside a club like a sardine, basically. Uh, and no one cared. And no one cared. After too much time, you can't care. Uh, I mean, you you spend one year of your life doing nothing, so after that, you don't care so much. Yeah, yeah, you just want to go out, I guess. And even the festivals, I feel bad for the for the um, event organizers. Like, they've been postponing festivals for two years now. So yeah. they could happen in 2020, and now a lot of them cannot happen in 2021. So only the next summer is when they can actually start making I money. know. And uh, I'm very disappointed about that because festivals are uh, very nice to go and, you know, you have a good time, really good time. Especially like during the summer. Like I'm feeling that in Amsterdam, like uh, we aren't getting any of the EDM festivals or those like club events. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's a bit boring in a way because you can't, like the fun thing about Amsterdam is the events, is the clubs and everything. And yeah. you cannot do really anything. So um, that's my only like uh, disappointment now. So you're you're living in Amsterdam now? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah, in I'm, Portugal. I'm sp spending the summer here, so I came from Croatia to here basically. Ah, perfect. Yeah, to do like yeah. How yeah. was Croatia? It was very nice, right? I loved Croatia. I real, I even more. I loved Croatian people. Like they were so welcoming. I think that the South Europe has the most welcoming people ever. Like the most energetic, sure. open-minded. Like, um, I think if we put in a bucket, the Portuguese, Spanish, Italians, uh, Croatians and Greek people, they're all like the most fun and just like... Um, yeah, because of like the weather. Welcoming. Yeah, it's, it's like the weather. I think the weather does so much. Like um, mm -hmm. Nordic countries, they're amazing to live in, but the weather makes people a bit more like um, kind of reserved. Cold. Yeah, yeah, cold, like reserved. Yeah, and we have this, we have this stereotype mindset before going to these countries, before going to the Balkans, that oh, maybe they are too close, maybe they are, you know, so it's quite so stiff, and, and it's quite opposite. Like even they, even countries like Bosnia, where they don't have sea or they only have lakes and kind of stuff, and people are really too open for us. Uh, I went yeah, to Bosnia like, and I went to Serbia, and yeah, I was really well treated. Like so many of those people, they, they just start talking English if even if you're the only one like in such a big group because they really want to talk to foreigners. And mm -hmm. I felt yeah. so welcoming in, um, in, into the Croatian people uh, in Croatia because they were like always wanting me to join like everything they, they did, like hikes. I went on so many hikes with so many Croatians. Uh, and they just... That was uh, nice. Because yeah. here, for example, in Italy, they don't speak so much uh, English. Yeah, I think in Bologna yes. they do. Bologna, I think you'll see that they do. But uh, if you go a bit south, uh, it kind of gets a bit hard, I guess. I don't know. Yesterday, the guy came to speak to me and they told, please, English. 
And uh, he looked at me like, what the fuck? And he left. <laughs> I guess it depends. But uh, I think Bologna is one of the most cities in Italy that they speak the, the most English because it's like... Um, but university you're there in, city, right? Yeah, it's a university city. But again, you're there in the summer. So I guess yeah. you kind of feel like that thing too as well, that there are not so many internationals. Um, yeah, I mean, it's still July, still they, they are still here. But uh, yes, after a week or two, I think they will all go. Yeah, I feel mm. that as well. So my dears, we're coming to an end of our podcast. Uh, first of all, I just want to thank you a lot, Matrona, for thank you too. reserving this time nice. with us. It was pretty cool. But before we ended up this podcast, Guy wants to do this question that he does every single episode. Yes. So, Matrona, we always end with like a, a more philosophical question, as, as you know, with Greece and everything. So, what would you say that it's the most, what is the most thing that makes you the most proud about being uh, from Greece, about being Greek? Like, when you're there in Italy right now in Bologna and you meet like some internationals and you say, oh, I'm from Greece. What do you say like afterwards that makes you very proud about being from Greece that they're like, oh, that's, that's fascinating. Okay. So I will not tell uh, the history and all of that. I will tell about the people, I think. Because, um, I don't know, when you born in a place and you grow up in a place, uh, you know how the people act. So I like, I like for example, the, the thing that we don't pay for many things as we do here. I like uh, the hospitality of the people, the jokes, I don't know. And now I'm here, I can understand that I like a lot, a lot of things, uh, for example, in my country. I, I don't, I can't tell exactly what, but uh, mm -hmm. I feel a little bit uh, strange here, you know. Sure. Yeah. Like is missing so I can't tell exactly right? what this. I think uh, also the place, I don't know. I, I love the place. Uh, that I live. Yeah. And just being by the sea as well. I think that's... Yes. Yeah. I'm not so close to the sea, but okay. Yes. Yeah, but I think the people, the people more or less. I would say the people mm -hmm. and... Um, yes. Yeah. I think you'll be very surprised. I think Italians are very similar to... Yeah, they are. They are. They are. Actually, they uh, are. But I don't like that you have to pay any everything here. Even the parking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> Matrona, thank you so much for this uh, amazing guys. episode. It was amazing to talk with you after three years. Yes, it's been three years we don't talk it with each other. And it was like uh, a day haven't passed. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Sure, sure. Yeah, for sure. And, yeah. and it felt like an Erasmus reunion too. So it was amazing to talk yeah. with you. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. So guys, don't forget to follow us on social medias. And in the description, you're finding the name. And also, thank you so much, Guy, for one more episode, bro. For sure, for sure. And I still, I always said this, like, to some friends that I met here, because I had the opportunity, actually, to go to Greece as well, but I chose Amsterdam. I was going uh, also to Cos Island to do my uh, <laughs> internship, but I chose here. But I said, I'm not going this time to Greece, but I will work for, like, an internship or something in Greece during the summer because I just want to experience all that good weather and all those islands like working there come for vacation you don't need to, to do any energy <laughs> I I will work. <laughs> <laughs> for sure for sure thanks amazing. guys bye bye amazing thank you my listeners see you in two weeks take it easy see ya.